Welcome to the Work Camper Show, a podcast devoted to helping you discover how to finance your RV travel dreams. I'm Steve Anderson, the president of Work Camper News. Each one of our episodes will either introduce you to people who are already living the RV lifestyle or to opportunities to work short-term jobs. You'll also learn how to hit the road the right way and make the most of every opportunity. Now let's turn over today's show to your host, Greg Gerber. Thank you, Steve. Today I'll be speaking with a longtime work camper employer. Adventureland near Des Moines, Iowa has been employing work campers for decades and the company needs even more help this summer. Today's episode is sponsored by Work Camper News. With its diamond and platinum membership tools, Work Camper News is much more than just a job listing website. When you put the tools of this professional service into action, you'll find out just how easy it can be to turn your work camping dreams into reality. The one-year memberships open the door to a one-stop shop for all things work camping. Being the original resource for work camping, you'll find the largest number of job listings, be able to connect with the community of work campers, and view resources compiled by experts who've been enjoying the RV lifestyle for many years. If you're serious about leading a successful and enjoyable work camping lifestyle, then a Diamond or Platinum membership is for you. You can even get started with a free 30-day trial by visiting www.workcamper.com forward slash trial. Embark on new adventures today with the support of Work Camper News behind you. Lou Axt is the Rides Operations Manager for Adventureland Amusement Park, which is located in Altoona, Iowa, near the center of the state. Adventureland features more than 100 attractions, shows, rides, and eateries. There's also a full-size water park at the facility. What makes Lou so unique is that he and his wife served as work campers starting in 2013. They've held a variety of jobs, but kept coming back to Adventureland every summer. Today, he is a full-time, year-round member of the staff. Lou's job is to oversee all the rides at the park, and a significant part of that role involves recruiting people to work. Adventureland typically hires between 150 and 180 work campers each season. The company created a 310-site campground just for work campers. That means Adventureland hires a lot of solo work campers too, as well as families with teenagers. There are three main areas that employ work campers at Adventureland. There is Lou's Domain, which is rides and attractions, where people are needed to greet guests, help them onto the ride, check the restraints, and help them off the ride when it is completed. The food department hires work campers to help with prep work, cooking food, taking orders, and serving it at full-service restaurants and various snack shacks as well as smaller food stands. Some people are hired to be bussers who clear tables and help keep the facilities clean. The park services department uses work campers to complete janitorial duties around the park to ensure that it is always looking nice. Lou said this is a great option for people who like to roam around and not be confined to the same place all day. There are no special skills required for either of the jobs. In fact, specific job-related training is provided for all positions. If you enjoy being outdoors, talking to people, and helping them to have fun, then you'll love working for Adventureland. To tell us more about job opportunities available this summer near Des Moines, Iowa, please welcome Adventureland Rides Operations Manager Lou Axt to the show. Thanks for joining me today, Lou. I really appreciate the time. Tell us a little bit about Adventureland and where it is. 
Sure. Well, happy to be here, by the way. Thanks for having me. Uh, for those that haven't heard of Adventureland the Resort, we have an amusement park as part of the complex. We also have an inn. There is a restaurant. It's a complete resort complex, and we're located just outside Des Moines in Altoona, Iowa. So we're really in the middle of the heartland. And the amusement park is what kind of anchors the place. We have about a hundred different types of attractions to include many amusement park rides, shows, eateries. There's many different events that go on here. We do weekly concerts. So there's a lot of different happenings. And it's really a great place to spend your summer because around us, being Des Moines, We've got all sorts of things to do. This ranges from things like the Blank Park Zoo, the Des Moines Botanical Garden. There's a minor league baseball team, the Iowa Cubs, that plays at Principal Park. We've got a number of nearby state parks that are into more of the outdoorsy hiking and that sort of thing. And uh, we have the Des Moines Civic Center where there's headlining acts all summer long. It's just a very interesting place to spend your summer. I'd agree. I've been in that area and there is a lot of things to do. Now, I understand that Adventureland also has a water park. Is that true? Indeed, we do. A very popular part of Adventureland Park. It is within the Adventureland Park rather than a separate water park entity as some of the other theme parks tend to do. So, so it attracts the crowd that kind of comes through the amusement park on the way to the water park, which, which just keeps things fun and exciting and always moving virtually no matter the weather. One thing that makes you pretty unique, Lou, is that you have experience as a work camper, and now you are hiring work campers. That's right. That's right. It's been kind of a 180-degree turn for my wife and I. I'll give you the brief history. My wife and I started work camping in 2013, and we had a little 24-foot Airstream. Traveled around the country working for everything from Amazon, Christmas tree lots. So we did the beet harvest, worked for a number of different flea market vendors and a number of different venues. Kind of tried a little bit of a lot of different things. But every summer since 2014, we came back to work here at Adventureland for the summer season. We became enamored with not just Adventureland Park, but also with the, just so much to do, enjoyed the people. And I, I find it hard to convey how, how we feel about this, but it's, it's, I guess in simplest form, it's just so much fun to help other people have fun. I'd agree. That's why these kind of jobs really appeal to me. And if I were doing what I was doing, I'd be working at Adventureland, except you guys get <laughs> snow up there. And I kind of like Arizona this time of year. Yeah. I don't blame you a bit. We don't get a whole lot of snow, but it does get pretty cold. Now at Adventureland, what is your role? So I am the rides operations manager. So I basically head up the rides department here at Adventureland. This is, this is relatively new to me, although I've been in the department all along. I was offered a full-time job here at Adventureland about a year ago as a senior ride supervisor, which fairly unusual in that it was offered to me as a year-round position. Because augmenting, augmenting the abilities, they added on asking me to help with recruiting. And uh, so that kind of segued when our rides operations manager was promoted to a director's spot at another park owned by uh, our pair company. I was promoted into this role. So 
some of the off-season responsibilities delve into administrative tasks and things like documentation. But this is the most fun is the, uh, the recruiting and getting to talk to people that are either newer campers or work campers that haven't tried something like AdventureLand before. And for me, it's such an easy sell because this is where I came from. We're camping here at AdventureLand. How many work campers do you plan to hire at AdventureLand this coming season? That is a fantastic question. Well, typically we have somewhere around 150 to 180 work campers each season. That said, we've never quite been able to reach our dream, which is to fill our 310 site campground with nothing but work campers. So there's plenty of room for as many as would wish to apply to unless we vastly exceed to the norm this year. And it's really a, a community unto itself for uh, many of your listeners that have been work campers for some time, probably are very familiar with that work camper camaraderie. You go to some place like one of the RV shows or one of the work camper events or RV events and Work campers tend to just kind of find each other. And here we, we have that large number of work campers all in one place. And uh, I think it's just a tremendous opportunity, especially for new work campers to, to join that community and learn from others and, you know, really have a, a, a chance to learn more in a hurry. What are some of the jobs that the work campers are hired to perform? Great question. We have a choice of three different departments where a work camper can apply for, and that would be either in, of course, my favorite, the rides department, which would involve being a rides operator and or assistant. Generally, you rotate the different positions. So you'd be running rides, greeting guests, checking the restraints on the rides, helping them in and out, and just overall helping them enjoy themselves out at the amusement park rides. We also offer a choice of the foods department, and there's an, a few different positions in food, ranging from a cook or someone that does prep behind the scenes to maybe operating one of the registers at the counter, which, uh, by the way, has gotten easier this past year with no more cash. We're cashless at this point. Or maybe you're just picking up busing tables and, and doing that sort of thing at the eateries. Lastly, we have an option of working for the park services department. Park services is responsible for picking up all around the park, some of the janitorial and custodial duties, and just generally keeping the place neat and clean. One of the advantages of park services is it's a lot of roaming about. So if you're one of those folks that just doesn't like to stand still and likes to keep moving and seeing different things, that's a great option because you generally aren't stationed in just one spot. That's a job that I think I would enjoy. Yeah, I wouldn't blame you. Oh, Adventureland has been utilizing work campers for a number of years. I mean, many, many years. In fact, the owner of Work Camper News, Steve Anderson, used to be the human resources manager at Adventureland. So we have a tie to the community over there that goes back for decades. So, Please. yeah, absolutely. What kind of benefits do the work campers provide to you when compared to like hiring local people? Oh, wow. That is just a fantastic question. Well, we find that first and foremost, work campers, they, they tend to travel quite a distance to come here specifically to work. So as it happens, we generally hire, some of our hires are locals, some are international students, and some are work campers. 
our work camper group is by far the most reliable, you know, fantastic at always being here when scheduled. And it just speaks very highly of the work camper community. Secondly, work campers tend to a little bit, maybe more, well, maybe for lack of a better word, worldly. We find that the engagement with work campers, in other words, the vast majority of our work campers are, are very good at talking to guests. You know, unlike the average high school student that might have a hard time coming out of their shell and, and relating to guests, most of our work campers are very good at that. I mean, that said, there are some that prefer to do the behind the scenes jobs and, and don't be talk to our guests, but most of our work campers, that's really where they shine. I think you're right. I think a lot of people become work campers because they want to have fun and they want to have fun on their job. And the fact that they are having fun on their job really kind of spreads out to other people around them. Indeed, I agree. And and that's really a great deal of what's given Adventureland our reputation amongst guests as being such a friendly. When does the season start and end at Adventureland? This, the entirety of the season ranges from early May until the end of October. However, if a work camper wishes to arrive prior to the beginning of season, our campground is open to work campers as early as April 6th, and we don't use any type of contract. So work campers aren't required to be here for that entire period of time. We have some work campers that only come from mid-June until maybe late August or into September. And uh, another great advantage of our program is if something does come up, maybe you've decided you would like to spend the entire season here in Iowa, but midway through it's early August and there's some personal issue or health issue that requires you to leave. There is no penalty. There's no contract. So it's uh, pretty painless. How many hours a week are you expecting work campers to put in? Work campers are required to be able and willing to work a minimum of 32 hours per week. That does not necessarily mean you'll be scheduled all of those 32 hours. For instance, on the shoulders of the season, the very beginning of the season, for instance, we're open on weekends only. So you might only be scheduled for eight to 16 hours a weekend for that entire week. However, once we get to full-time operations and we ramp up, and so this would really be from June into the end of September, 32 hours a week would be the expectation. And that's usually for most departments, that's over a six-day work week. So you have shorter shifts, um, but it does vary a little bit depending on department and position as to whether that might be a five-day work week. But generally it's six days with one day off. And the start time and end time will vary with, again, which position in the park. And all of these are paid jobs, right? Oh, yes. Every hour is paid. So you're not working so many hours for your site. And that comes out every single hour. You're paid the full hourly wage, which I guess begs the question as to what that might. Because we hire younger folks. So this is great for the work camping families out there. We can actually hire in starting at age 14 to work here in the park. Now those 14 year olds are offered a little bit lower wage than 18 plus. It starts at $9 per hour because there are certain limitations that go with that younger age. 18 plus though wages are going to range. They're going to start at $14 an hour. And again, that's 
every hour paid. The one caveat is if you do decide to work additional hours, although you can work as many as we can find a spot for you, unfortunately, there's no overtime. It's a seasonal position, and that makes an overtime exempt in the state of Iowa. Okay. Does it come with an RV site? Oh, you bet it does. Unfortunately, we can't accept tents, but if you have a self-contained RV, motorhome, trailer, fifth wheel, or a converted bus, a converted van, or a tiny home on wheel, that's fine. RV sites include water, sewer, electric, at no charge. The Wi-Fi at this point is only available in the common areas, which would be in the office or in the hub, which is our kind of a group gathering place in the campground. Um, so you will want to be prepared for that if you wish to have internet, internet access at your site to bring your hotspot or plan on using your phone. And do work campers have to pay for the site? Pay anything for the site? Nothing at all. As long as we're meeting that criteria where your working hours as scheduled by your supervisor or 32 or more, it's free of charge. And it's very, you can walk. There's a pedestrian bridge that brings you from the campground over to the park, about a five minute walk. You can bring your bike or e-bike. We have bike racks available where you'll be reporting to work, but you can also drive if you wish. Quite frankly, it takes a little bit longer going exit the campground, going out on the Adventureland drive and coming around through the entrance. But some of our work campers do choose to do that. And we do have a employee lot available as well. So the 32 hours a week, is that per work camper or per site? Oh, that's a fantastic question. It is per work camper. So it, to be in the work camper program, it would require to commit to that. 32 hour per week. However, we do have a few of our work campers where they may have, you know, one of two that are at that site and one is not working. So sometimes we can work around that. However, that will affect how the bonuses work possibly because we don't have from everyone at the site. You get a bonus. Tell us about that. Well, we do have arrival and departure bonuses. These are designed to help to encourage folks to come earlier in the season and stay later into the season. So these, these bonuses, there's some further information you can find on how all this works because it's a little bit lengthy to explain. It's much easier to see in print. But if you go to adventurelandresort.com and go to the information flag, there is a work camper page. And you can click on the work camper brochure that has all the information and breakdown about that. But very briefly, if you come for the beginning of the season, you'll receive a small bonus to help to defray the costs of getting here. And if you stay later in the season, you'll get a bonus to help to help your fund for travel to your next gig or your winter spot. That sounds particularly generous of you folks. What traits and qualifications are you looking for in a work camper? Well, there is no experience required. You know, it's really more about attitude than anything else because we will train you for whatever position. But we do want to keep in mind that there are some physical requirements of most of our positions. The vast majority require you to stand throughout your shift and throughout most of your shift. They so need to be prepared for that. And because we are an amusement park, a lot of these positions, again, the vast majority, they're outdoors or they're exposed to the outdoors. The eateries are all open to the outdoors. So you want to be 
prepared for that and and just kind of have the mindset that, you know, there is going to be the occasional day when a thunderstorm rolls through. And because our guests oftentimes will just don a parka or a raincoat and ride the rides anyway, you know, we do operate in virtually all types of weather as long as we don't have something severe rolling through. Oh, that makes sense. When do you start recruiting for next season? Well, generally speaking, we start at the very tail end of the previous season. So we are a little bit late this year, but atypical there. We're new to being owned by Hallis Entertainment. They are now our parent company. We've been a year since they have purchased the park. And as a result, there's a few different procedures and nuances to how budgeting works in the background. So it took a little bit longer than we normally would have to get everything figured out, but we're ready to go now. And so we are ready to start taking applications immediately. Immediately. What's what's the interviewing and hiring process look like for you? Well, we'd ask that you go out to our website and take a look at what information we have there. And if it piques your interest, there's an apply now button, which will bring up a list of all the jobs that Adventureland is hiring for. Amidst those, you'll find the three departments I mentioned, park services, the foods department, or the rides department. You pick which one of those you'd like, fill out the information. And if you completely fill out everything, normally it is a something like a week to 10 to 14 days, somewhere in that window, depending on how busy our HR department is, before they'll reach out to you. And they'll look to do an interview or which, well, it really amounts to a a conversation about what is involved, make sure that these physical requirements are something that makes sense and make sure that we have the correct position for your taste put in so that we have you assigned to the right department. And at that time, our, whoever our HR person is that reaches out, will ask a little bit about your work experience and ask to kind of find out a little bit about yourself and the topic will come up about availability throughout the season. So the number of hours will come up as well as arrival and departure times and that sort of thing. How much time should they expect to spend at the park for training before they can really start the job? Each department has a little bit different routine as far as training goes. I would say here in the rides department, it is probably the, the most involved because all of our rides operators and assistants need to be certified by international ride training. And so training will start with a afternoon in a class. There is a, a test that needs to be passed, which we're going to help with. I mean, that's really our job is to educate everyone so they can zip through this test and then. After that, there'll be some training out at each individual ride before asking them to work that ride with a certified trainer, and they'll be required to essentially show what they've learned before being asked to be out on their own with guests. So we make sure that everyone's well prepared. In the foods department, it's a little bit different 
because although there are some food safety type training issues that have to be covered, but in, in food, there are, there's some more generalities between the different locales. So there may be a little bit of an abbreviation in training. If you are moving from the chicken shack to work at the sub shop, for instance, mm-hmm. if you're maybe a cashier or something. It's going to be very similar, but nevertheless, we would of course cover anything that is different and then park service. You'd be working with a team leader, or a supervisor that will instruct on what's expected each day. And uh, you'll be provided with whatever materials for whichever department that you are, that you are assigned or that you select. So whether that be just a uniform or uh, whether you need some PPE or protective equipment. Things like if you're working in park services, you'll have, so if you do have to pick up trash, you don't have to be uncomfortable about that. If you're working in foods, of course, there's gloves and maybe some other protective equipment, for instance, if you're operating fryers or something. So there's, you know, there is going to be a degree of, of training and preparedness that we're going to make sure of before we send you out to, to the wolves, so to speak. We're going to make it as easy as possible to do your job, even if it's something you've never done before. At the start of the podcast, you were talking about some of the fun things to do in the Des Moines area that people can take part in after their work hours. I mean, there are a lot of natural things to do in that area and a lot of museums and other cultural events, but can people enjoy the park itself when they're not working? Oh yes, of course. Your, your, your ID that you are issued will also act as a season pass for you. So any day that you are not working, you can come into the park to enjoy it at no cost. You are also offered a reduced price at the eateries with that. So you'll receive a discount on the food. And so you can come in and enjoy the park, enjoy the water park anytime you're not working, if you'd like. It's really a fantastic way to kind of get an idea of what our guests are experiencing when you wait on them or when you help them at a ride or whatnot. And the best part for me, I really enjoy seeing the shows. We have, for instance, a magician who's been here for decades at this point, really puts on a great show. His name is Ben Eulen, and I certainly encourage you not to miss that. But we have things like circus performers. And I mentioned to you about concerts, something that's relatively new to Adventureland is we have a a weekly concert of generally it's a, a regional, but once in a while, it's a nationally known band that plays. And so that, that of course is an exciting time and we have that going on as well. Do the work campers get the ability to bring in a guest or two from time to time? Sure. They will routinely offer different promotions where, you know, you might receive a free ticket or two to be able to invite people that you'd like. But at any time we have a friends and family discount available to work campers. So they would be able to buy tickets for any people that they know that they would like to have come in with them at the lowest available price that we offer all season long here at the, at Adventureland. So it's a pretty hefty discount. I can't tell you what the dollar amount <laughs> is at this point. We're working out the details of that, but last year, I think it was something like $39, which was about half of what our guests were paying that were walking in and buying at that point as they entered the park. What can a work camper do to really stand out among the other applicants? I would say as an applicant, you you would just want to enforce that A, you enjoy being outdoors, B, you enjoy talking to people and, and helping people enjoy themselves. 
And once we get by those two components, the rest is, is gravy. You know, we, again, as I mentioned to you before, and we've had people that have, well, we had a rides operator a few years ago that was just fantastic. And this gentleman was a a retired machinist. The first thing he said to me is I have zero customer service experience. And I said, well, it's okay. And and he did fantastic. So I, I just don't want anyone to be put off if they aren't accustomed to dealing with people. It really means nothing if you have the attitude that, you know, you don't mind talking to people. So is there one thing that you wish all work campers knew before they came to work for your company? I would hope that as many work campers as possible walk in knowing that in spite of the weather, we're going to endure. And so I say that not because we have a a lot of real tough weather. It does get pretty warm and humid here in Iowa, but the thunderstorms are really only an occasional thing. But it's just kind of having that, that mindset when you walk in, I think is, is, is pretty important. We seem to run into a handful every year that the first time it rains, they are a little bit surprised that they're, that they're asked to be out in it. And, and that's why we always recommend when they, when everyone first arrives, we go through training, we say, Hey, you know, we'd suggest you stop over at the Adventureland store and pick up one of the ponchos. If you don't already have a raincoat just to carry with you in case you need it along the way. That's a good idea. Where can people get more information about this opportunity? You can go to adventurelandresort.com, look for the information tab on the top of the screen. And when you click on that, you'll see a work camper link jump out at you. Click on that and it brings you to a page all about the Work Camper program. And there's a brochure you can download from there, as well as a button to apply now that'll bring you over to where you can find an application for whichever department. I would also encourage anyone that has any questions to please feel free to either contact our HR department. And with how busy they are right now with our recruiting season underway, I would email HR at adventurelandpark.com, or I would certainly welcome anyone that wishes to email me. You can email me at lou, L-O-U, at adventurelandpark.com. I understand you'd mentioned earlier that you're going to be at several RV shows, where some members of the staff are going to be there, scattered throughout the country trying to recruit people. So if you're in the Tampa or Quartzsite area, for sure, are there any others where you're going to be? Right now, those are the two that we have going on, Greg. I will be at Quartzsite. That's the 21st to the 29th. And so will uh, Matt Bassart, who is uh, my counterpart in the foods department. And they ha- we have one of our HR representatives, Mark, as well as Ross from our front gate that'll be out in Tampa to help to answer any questions there. And I would encourage anyone that haven't been in the area to stop by, say hello. And it's kind of a nice way to have an informal conversation if you're just not sure at this point, if you want to dip your foot in the water here at Adventureland and we can kind of cover any topic at all that that is a concern for you. Well, it must be a fun place to work if you've returned every year for 10 years before becoming a full-time employee at the park last year. Well, I certainly think so. I look forward to it every day when I get up for work. And I am just so excited for the beginning of the 2023 season. Every year is just so much fun meeting all the new work campers and getting to know them and 
You know, many years ago, when my wife and I were considering the work camping idea, we started subscribing to Work Camper News. And I must say, I mean, it, it really was an invaluable resource for us getting started. And it also led to where I am now because the adverts, the advertising in Work Camper News for the the uh, work camper program here at Adventureland is what led us here. So I certainly am very grateful for Work Camper News that, that led me here. Looking forward to a season of fun. Well, thank you again for joining me. I appreciate your time. Greg, thank you so much for having me. I enjoyed speaking to Lou Axt, the Rides Operations Manager for Adventureland, because he is a tremendous work camping success story. As an RVer, Lou was able to enjoy a number of wonderful adventures and unique jobs, but he and his wife kept returning to his favorite opportunity, working at Adventureland in Iowa. Eventually, he was offered full-time employment and is now one of the top leaders at the park. Lou is working for work campers right now to work this summer helping people enjoy rides, enjoy the food, or the clean atmosphere at the park. The season starts in early May when the park officially opens. However, work campers can access the campground as early as April 6th and start working to prepare Adventureland for the avalanche of guests to arrive. They also can work during the weekends when the park is open during the preseason. There are no contracts to work at Adventureland. You can work just part of the season and move on or stay through the season's end in October. Work campers are expected to put in a minimum of 32 hours a week Depending upon the needs of the department, people are scheduled for shorter shifts over a five or six day period. Wages begin at $12 to $14 per hour for adults and $9 to $14 an hour for teens under 18. Work campers can work as many hours as they want, but there is no special overtime rate according to Iowa law. Best of all, the job comes with a completely free RV site and the exclusive work campers only campground. Water and sewer and electric are included, but Wi-Fi is available only in the common areas. Work campers get full access to the amusement park and water park when they aren't working. The company offers arrival and departure bonuses to encourage work campers to arrive earlier in the season and stay after the younger workers return to college. More information is available in a downloadable PDF on the Adventureland website at www.adventurelandresort.com. Then click on Information, followed by Work Camper Program under the employment heading. We have interviewed work campers in the past who have had jobs at Adventureland, and the common theme is that Iowa residents are generally nice and friendly. To join the fun, submit your application today at www.adventurelandresort.com. Today's episode is sponsored by The Dreamer's Journey. It's an online course and community produced by Work Camper News. Life is way too short to keep your dreams on hold, so don't be held back by fear because you were designed for more. Get started in the RV lifestyle the right way with this comprehensive guide. For just $29.95 for one year of access, Dreamers have unlimited viewing of 50 plus videos to learn things like what type of RV to buy, goal setting, how to budget for the adventure, developing a positive mindset, setting up a domicile, and operating a small business on the road, plus everything about work camping and how to find the right job for you. Each video is 30 to 90 minutes long to give in-depth coverage on every topic. There's no wrong time to get started, so for more information, visit www.rvdreamersjourney.com. 
That's all for today's show. Next week, I'll be speaking with a man whose company offers a tremendous healthcare program for traveling nomads. I'll have details of the next episode of The Work Camper Show. Thanks for listening.